Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is the Rainbow. This is Jared Jewett. And this week we're going to talk about content planning. For the whole year, for one part of your business, or for everything? Well, I really think that if you're going to do content marketing well, you should at least have a framework for the entire year laid out as the year begins. So a 12-month plan covering all of your products and services and all your different channels, right? Well, if you've got multiple products and services, absolutely. The way I look at a content calendar for most of the small businesses that we work with, it's really not about your products as much as it is your customers. What do your customers want to know? What kind of things will they be interested in? And then as you're presenting that information, where are their opportunities to talk about your products and services? I think the way you're thinking about it, well, I've got to have a content calendar for this product or this product, that's really very inward focused. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So so you're more talking about a content calendar as predictive model, right, of what people are 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 going to be interested in, and then we're going to focus on creating the content that's really going to hit hit the, the right nerve at the right time with those people. Absolutely. And this is not something that emerged out of the age of the Internet. When I was doing traditional marketing, uh, when I was buying advertising 25 years ago, we would still look at the entire year and say, okay, when do we need this kind of activity? When do we need people to be more interested? When I was selling heating and air conditioning, I didn't talk about furnaces in July, and I didn't talk about air conditioning in February. There was a rhythm and a cycle. There were things people were interested in, and so we created information and advertising and marketing designed to answer the right questions at the right time. So are you one of those people who believes that all business is seasonal? Mm Mm-hmm. Every business has times that there is more interest and less interest. And there are times that people are more interested in certain parts of your business, certain services. You know, accountants, well, there's the obvious seasonality with tax season. But, okay, you're going to laugh. Funeral homes have seasonality. Wow, okay, really? Absolutely. Why? More people die in the winter. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So there is seasonality in in the business that we're in and in most business services. There's a little bit of a slowdown as you roll into the end of the year. As you start to hear a lot of, we'll deal with it after the first of the year conversations. Now, if you've got larger customers, you may get a little bit of that end of year spending. But there is definitely a rhythm. And you need to kind of match your messaging to really ride that seasonal wave. That makes sense. So when we're talking about a calendar from kind of a tangible, physical perspective, we're talking about something as simple as a spreadsheet, right? Something that lists out uh, the next 12 months, um, the themes, right? The topical, seasonal themes that our customers are going to be interested in, uh, the content that we would like to create, or uh, to hit on those different themes, the most important part, when all that stuff is due. 
and when it's going to be published. Absolutely. And so you start with, like you said, I like to work about a month at a time, and I like to have a theme for the month. So when we're laying out a content calendar for our clients, you know, we've got a company that makes beans, and so January is definitely chilly month and February is kind of romantic dinners and March is Irish stews and April is you know Easter recipes and ham and beans and then May you start getting into kind of the lighter salads so those are the things that people are looking for it makes sense for us to use that as a starting point for our content so for your business, you really should, you know, if you're the owner, you probably have some idea of what products or services you sell the most, right, during these different periods and what your customers are interested interested in. So just go in and, and write a couple, you know, we always talk about them, keywords, right? Write some of those really topic, topical, high-level keywords that you know people are interested in those months and start writing about them. Absolutely. So the, you know, you've got those kind of elements. You also have seasonality in terms of maybe there are events in your industry. So for example, we have a client that goes to a big trade show in June. So we know in May he's going to be writing a lot about the new products they're bringing to the show. We know that in July we're going to be writing a lot of conference summary. So instead of being surprised when the first of June rolls around, we already kind of have some ideas of what that might be, so we're working ahead of the curve. So your content calendar needs to have, as you said, kind of your themes. It needs to have those big events. I would um, think about, you know, if there's stuff that you're doing in the real world, if you're going to host an open house, if you're going to a trade show, if you know you're running television advertising, get all of that on the calendar as well. One of the other things I think you can add is if uh, you have really good business partners that you work with, other businesses that also do things like events, that also do things like promotions, uh, that you can really help uh, showcase your product, get that on the calendar because you know you, you work with them every year to go to, you know, team up for some sort of event, some sort of, even if it's like a nonprofit event, you know you do that. So put it on your calendar. Make sure it's there so you remember to write about it. And the other advantage of this is... From a planning and budgeting standpoint, you can start looking at your calendar and start going, hmm, I'm going to have a lot of expenses in February or March, so maybe I shouldn't also try to do this big thing in exactly that same month. Maybe I need to push this to May when I have some more time. And so that gives you a little bit of planning. But now let's really drill down and look at it from just purely a content standpoint. You've got all this other information in there. You want to include your blog posts, but you also want to think about your other platforms. Yeah, no question. Uh, you should have uh, a social media aspect uh, to this plan. And it really can just be as much as knowing what the theme is for a certain month, right, or for a certain season, but then knowing that as you're doing social updates on the places where your audiences actually engage with you, that those social updates stick to your theme. So, for example, if a local theater company is promoting a magic show, there may be a series of updates that you know you're going to write that are bios or the performers. But in between, to create a little bit of fun, you might have some magic trivia. 
the worst thing you want to do is wait until the festival is going on to start researching that magic trivia. And that's the beautiful thing of having a calendar, right? Is you can say, three months from now, I'm going to be talking about topic X, right? Okay, I can start rolling out cool kind of teaser information about the really cool thing that's going on three months from now. Right now, there's no reason in lifetime on social, I can't do that. I can't tease some of that. That, or if you do want to keep it under wraps, there's no reason why you can't kind of collect it and have it scheduled and ready to go. Totally. I mean, you can post to using Hootsuite. Once you know what you want to write about, you can schedule that a month or two out. Yeah, it's and and there's so many tools that are awesome for that. And your content calendar is really going to give you that great kind of fishbowl view of uh, of that kind of of your entire uh, plan. Yeah, your content calendar is going to give you that big at-a-glance view where you can see how everything fits together and how, number one, what is everything we're doing in April, but then how does April connect to May, connect to June, and what are the pieces that flow through? Um, And one of the things I talked about earlier, and I think it's the most important thing to have on your calendar, is especially if you're working with some sort of outside vendor to create your content, you need to have due dates. You need to have published by dates, and you need to keep people accountable for that. I know we, uh, one of the things we do is we actually commission recipes uh, for some of our clients. Um, and me knowing ahead of time, you know, how far out it's going to take someone to create a recipe, to write about it, to take uh, photography and send that all to me, and then my lead time to actually publish that out to the web without a high-level calendar like that. It would be very difficult to guess to kind of guesstimate those times. Well, that and you can, over time, you begin to see, are we always, are we always running up to the deadline? Okay, well, then we need to push back some of our creation dates to give ourselves a little bit more time. Everybody has uptimes and downtimes, and when you've got downtimes, and I like to do this for us, we'll write two or three weeks out. I knew at the end of November what my blog post was going to be on Christmas Day. Uh, we already had talked about it. It was a very specialized um, topic. And so having that idea in my head a month out made it a lot easier for me to create the content so it's ready when it needs to be published. And this holds true for what we call kind of rich media, too. Things like video or big interactive pieces. There is going to be a lot of lead time. That it, it does, it, you cannot shoot a video and make it beautiful in a day unless that's all you're doing that entire day. So if you have uh, th- those kind of higher level content pieces on your calendar, it's going to give you that much more time uh, to get ready for them and you're going to have a really good idea of how to budget for them. And that's one of the things that uh, the web has kind of fooled people into thinking that everything can be done in a minute. When I was doing lots and lots of print, we used to tell people, so many weeks to design, so many weeks to print, and people knew they had to plan ahead. With the web, they're like, well, we can publish it tomorrow. And you can, but it's not always what you want. The last thing that I really want people to think about on their content calendars is actually measuring results. Yeah, (laughs) there's really no point to planning all of this content out ahead of time if you're not going to also take the time to see how the heck it does once you've published it and how your communities 
actually uh, consume the content and engage with you. Um, and the nice thing about getting into the groove of doing content calendars year after year after year is that if you are taking good measurements uh, of how effective things are, you can get rid of the stuff that doesn't work and do more of the stuff that does work. And so the kind of things I... You could make yourself crazy and track each and every blog post that you write, and you literally would make yourself crazy. But the things that, that I think do tell you if your stuff is working, how much web traffic year over year, how much traffic is coming from social, what are your most popular pages? Because that's going to give you some insight into, oh, what should we be writing about? And as you said... If there's something that really doesn't seem to be shifting the needle, let it go. Use the time and the money for something else. So it's the end of the year. It's time to start working on your content calendar. Yeah, you've got to get to it. You're going to be so happy 12 months from now when, you, when, you, when everything's said and done. So if you're not quite sure where to start, we've got a content calendar on our website. You can go to roundpeg.biz or we'll even embed it in the blog post for this podcast. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.